Welcome back to Franchise Audio. Thank you for having me, guys. This is Jesus. What's up, guys? And this is going to be your end of the year, maybe start of the year episode. Um, 2020 is coming to a close. And we wanted just to do like almost like a recap. Leave you guys with a little something. Leave you guys uh, wetting your, your beaks a little bit. I want to leave you in the air just like that. You know, want to put a stamp on all of this craziness, all this good stuff, bad stuff that's happened. For the most part, I'd say this year for sure was uh, an interesting year. I, I think uh, giving it the coin worst year ever or worst year in existence. We've had a couple of worser years. Than this, I would think. We've had a lot of worser years. We've had a there's been a lot of bad years. Um, is worse or even a word? Is that I don't word? think worse is a word. Yeah, I feel like someone look it up as you're. Yeah, I feel like this. we're doing a gross disservice to Webster right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's like, who the fuck is Miriam Worcester? Webster is having a heart? And where did they find this worser motherfucker? Rolling at? in his grave again. But nah, I feel like every year is just you know what, and I hate to sound cliche like this, but every year really is like what you make out of it. This year has definitely been quote unquote a historic one. I would definitely say this year has definitely brought a lot more to the table, um, to us than in previous years but hey man it, it really is it is what it is and it's been is isn't what it's been for years already yeah i would say that every year is like every year is dif- different for everyone because yeah. you could have had the worst year ever but someone might be having the best year of their life. yeah i know motherfuckers that are up right now i'm talking about up good 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 like yeah. everything bad that could have happened this year and like in contrast to them it was like blessings yeah and I would say towards the latter half of the year, like once you kind of got into the rhythm of where things were heading, it almost gave you like, okay, at least I know now what is the new norm. And it yeah. kind of started aligning, at least for me, let me speak for myself. Let me not put my voice in, into everybody. But it, with the proper guidelines and everything, I, tr- I traveled more than I traveled in, I want to say in my life this yeah. year. I traveled more than I've traveled in my life this year. And with the necessary precautions that I, I did, you know, definitely wear a mask everywhere and stuff like that but it was one of the like one of my years of the most insight that i've had from going and and visiting different cultures and like immersing myself in different places and it was super eye-opening and rewarding at least for me you know and it was after of course everything had opened up slightly after covid um even during the first few months of covid you know we made do with what we could i know i speak for a lot of people that got with um their friends on webex a lot of birthdays through WebEx. A lot of birthdays through WebEx. Graduations through Zoom, shit like that. And funerals, as dark, as bad as that sounds, through like fucking like, you know, a camera. Yeah. I just want to think that this year it shows that the human race is resilient. Super resilient, man. We, we can be pushed to what feels like the brink. And at, like we're not ever really at the brink, at least. In a lot of situations, right, like how you said earlier, let me not speak for everyone, but at least in a lot of situations, it's shown that when we feel like we're at the brink, like we're, it's just like we're really 40 percent there, like how David Goggins says, you know, what I mean, we still have a lot more to go and show for it. Yeah. And I, I want to say this. If you're listening to this podcast episode, and which we want to thank you if you are. Let's yeah, start off with that. Let's start off with if you're listening. OK, you know what? If you're listening to Franchise Audio, no matter what year it is, thank you so much for tuning in. That's first. Secondly, if you fuck with us, and I know a lot of people have been recently, you know, share this with a friend, uh, share this to someone that needs it, relate it to somebody. This podcast, as always, has been about self-development for the most part. It's our journey through life, and we're expressing it through the knowledge that we obtain, through interesting people that we meet and bring onto the podcast, and bringing it to you not only with 
the right intention, which is like these are the applicable tools for uh, growth that we feel like we're coming across. But we do it in a in a fun way. We do it in a personality sure. way. We bring it with humor. And I uh, thank you for that. Share it with someone um, that you feel like you know could probably appreciate this podcast. Uh, but yeah, I think it's this year has shown resilience. Yeah, flexibility. A lot of flexibility. And if you guys are listening and you're doubting for whatever reason what this year has been for you, like you've survived and you have the opportunity. That's the key word. The opportunity to now make next year or even tomorrow what you want to make it. Like you're exactly. still here and you still have the ability to. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. I feel like like how you say, like as long as you're still here, I don't want to say you've like mastered or completely have handled the situation. But like how you say, like you still have an opportunity to like do what you want and make what you want out of the situation. Like you, like thankfully, like even with everything that's gone through, passed by, the most important factor is you. You like you said, you still being here, you still having the opportunity. Um, and I feel like we just have to just one give gratitude to that and really focus and, and hone in on that because I feel like this is gonna keep continue getting us to the next thing, and the next thing, and the next thing. Yeah. And real quick to touch upon that subject, I want to say if you're if you're a person right now that for whatever reason had the worst year ever yeah. or had one of the worst years of their life. Nate Robinson. Curiosity is probably the cure for that. And and what I mean by curiosity is this. Take a look and reflect back on this year. Take some of the learns there. The year is bad. What how did that affect you? What did it bring out of you? Like, yeah. what are you learning from this for, for moving forward? Yeah. That is the biggest thing. What do you think has been your biggest learn? My biggest learn this year has been, I, I'd say being vulnerable, uh, being yeah. vulnerable with the people I love, uh, saying yes to opportunities that present themselves and not being so scared, okay. I would say. And I've, I think I've doubled down on that. It's more like I've, I've almost like relearned it. Then I, I would say if it was like the biggest learn is um, uh, everyone is kind of trying to figure it out. And what they're kind of trying to figure out is life. No one has that answer that you're looking for. And the more and more, and especially this year, my biggest, you know what? This is my biggest learn. No one has the answer. Yeah. It yeah. is up to you. Exactly. To make that answer. Yeah. The answer. What does the answer look like for you? The answer is not even an answer. It's a question. Yeah. And the question is, how do you want to live life? Yeah. And that question is a day-to-day -day question. It's not a, a plan for their question that you're promising yourself this goal, that then yeah. you will achieve this thing, that you're looking for money to establish yourself in this way. It's a question, how do you want to live life? And I like that. The, the way I'm looking at it is I found myself in a position that I'm trying to enjoy it. In a, in, a, in a present moment. Yeah. Meaning the bad, I'm going to be present for the bad. Mm -hmm. Because that is my life showing me something about me. And then the good, I'm going to be present for the good. Yeah. Because not only have I endured the bad, but also being present in that moment gives you what life is about, which is the journey. It's a journey. It's good, it's bad, it's everything. It's this year, it's last year, it's the year next. Yeah. It's everything mixed in there. And so that's why I'm referring to if this year was that bad year for you, what did you learn? That, let, take something from it. Don't let it just disappear like a year that it was just something you chalk up. You know, one thing that I actually um, plan on doing is like, let's look back month by month. What is the most memorable event I have in my life? 
You know what I mean? Because it's like, let's start off with January. Let's start off with, was this year really that bad? Is it recency bias? Am I going through something that is now making me reflect only on the bad? I write more often now because I feel like it's essential to remembering those moments because I feel like sometimes we forget there's a lot of blessings in the year. And if not blessings, there's a lot of opportunities in the year for us to enjoy that year or for us to enjoy that moment that we miss upon because of the mindset that we're currently in. So that, that's been my biggest learn. What, what would you say has been your biggest well, first off, I would just say, like, yeah, we definitely do move a thousand miles per hour. Um, but, but definitely, I think my biggest learn, probably two biggest learns. One uh, would definitely have to be that, like, I'm definitely imperfect, just like everybody else that I know. And everyone listening to this podcast. Yeah, just like, exactly. Just like everyone listening to this podcast, everyone else that I know, just basically everyone else in this world, right? Like, I feel like no one else has been able to show different, right? But yeah. It's like being okay with that because a lot of the times, like at least I know some people or at least with me, like you want to try to like be at that point in life where you think you should be at already. You want to try to be, you know, the best in life or better than what you think you should be. Right. You always want to like, I don't know, try to fit your imperfect self into this perfect mold, which is like really impossible and it can be like really draining and taxing sometimes yeah. especially like if let's say like the things around you aren't going at that 100 percent, and then let's say for whatever reason you aren't playing at that 100 percent, it can be it, 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 it can it can it can be for a pretty bad lead for a pretty bad recipe right so yeah. just understanding that like no one's perfect especially starting with yourself and the fact that no one's perfect like extend that like empathy and stuff to others and, and and realize that everyone else is going through their own imperfect situation the way you are and the second one i would really say is like and this one i, I really got from david goggins um like starting with your why yeah a lot like and like what he basically says about it and what like resonated with me is that like a lot of us will start something with like the why in mind or attempting to get to the why but yeah. he really states like you have to start with the why you know what i mean like if your thing is to like lose weight and look good you need to why is it that you're starting that why yeah. is it that you want to do that if your thing is to want to make a lot of money or to change lives or whatever it is you need to start with the why right because the why is the one thing that's gonna help you continue to push through and the to why is gonna consistent. be that thing yeah that's gonna leave things in perspective for you to want to continue to push through because if you're just working towards the why then that can change like basically whenever because you will just go and work towards like a new thing or the anyway, next thing, yeah. right but if you're standing on like the morals or like on a foundation of why it is that you want to do whatever it is that you're seeking out to do um a lot of the times it's it's just going to lead I, for better results for you. You know, the, the number one reason I think is because it'll, it'll be the most genuine reason on yeah. why it is that you're doing that thing that you want to do. Because you're not looking for the answer. You have the answer. Exactly. You you're know, just trying to build on that at that point. Which is another thing is, is like you're only as strong as your perseverance and your perseverance yeah. is only as strong as your as your um, will. Like why is your exactly. will to do something so important to you. Exactly. And finding, I guess, a, a sub, a substantial, non-superficial, like non-selfish 
way of establishing that like internally really leads you to the consistency of persevering and continuing to strive. Yeah, for sure. You know what? The first one that you mentioned is so important, which is like, you know, everybody's imperfect. Yeah. Everybody has their thing. And I feel like this year has equipped me better with tools to like look into myself mm -hmm. for peace, like internal peace, yeah. like real, like peace of mind, real, like not subjecting anyone to, you know, my own things and not taking anyone's projections as something yeah. of my own and not taking things so personal because of that first thing, something that helps me a lot and something that I recommend for people to do yeah. is be physically active. And I, 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 could say this until the cows come home, but yeah. until you you go... Not just sexually. Yeah. That is some physicality, but we're not just talking about that. It depends how long you're having sex for, though. Let's that be is honest. true. If you're going off rounds and rounds and rounds, you're probably burning some calories. You're definitely doing the work that you need to be doing. In all seriousness, and I'm being serious with that, too. Being physically healthy at least three times, like engaging your body in some physical yeah. stress, is proven to reduce anxiety, to reduce stress. To reduce all these things, you're putting your body in literal moments of stress. Yeah. And that helps you prepare better. That is something that has been studied. It's out there. I'm not a fitness guru. I'm not claiming to be one. I'm not into nutrition. I'm not into any of that stuff. I just put my body physically through some pain three yeah. to four times a week. And it has bettered my mental health. My why was I want to improve my mental health through yeah. physical endurance. And it literally has done that. So I recommend for everyone listening to this podcast, and this is something that for sure a lot of people put into the resolution. And actually, Jay, you hinted at how to keep your resolutions, but we'll talk a little bit more about that in a sec. And that's my first tip. Get into something physical. Yeah. Work out. No matter what you're doing. And then secondly is, you know, I picked up more reading this year, like more reading than I did last year, more reading than I did the year before. I've really committed more into reading books. And... That helped me a lot because it gave me more understanding of thyself, sure. of other people, which yeah. led me to that first one. And then, like, man, we talk about this shit a lot on the podcast, but meditation, baby, that shit is gold. No, that shit is deadly. It's, it's a deadly a weapon. It's a golden nugget that you're you're literally just going through the thoughts in your head, going through them, understanding them, and then that's it. That, that's what meditation is. It's yeah. establishing internal peace by going through thoughts. And it's not like putting yourself in punishment when you're thinking. It's yeah. understanding that if you're thinking, then there's a reason for the thinking. Why are you thinking that way? Move on. The thought is over. It's just a thought. Continue. And I think that's a, a perfect segue to open up with some recaps, man. We had some people on this year. For this sure. is the some first cool time. Ass people. Some cool ass people, man. Uh, let's start off with the most recent guest, I would say. Uh, that's the one that's freshest on our mind. And, of course, she was, you know, uh, recently just wrote her second book she just published. Shout out to you, Lynette. You're fucking killing it. Yeah. So we brought on Lynette, and she talked about some of the same things, which was mental health and how yeah. do you establish a healthier way of living mentally in your own yeah. brain. And um, she gave us some applicable things that uh, we could use, and she gave you guys some applicable things to use as well. And that was in the prior episode. Yeah, I definitely, you know recommend if you guys haven't heard our previous episode with Lynette um, discussing Lifeline, which was her first book. I definitely recommend for you guys to go ahead and check that out after this episode. Like on that episode, you know, like how Eddie mentioned, like we talk about so many things, right? Um, she wrote a book on just really about self-help and just personal development, right? And we um, 
ask her a series of questions, you know, just trying to pick her brain around some of these values that she wrote on her book, like, you know, dealing with change, you know, our developmental phases as, you know, as we're growing up, how to find kind of like your inner peace and help align yourself with, you know, the things that will bring you joy. So if any of those things sound like at all appeasing to you, I would definitely recommend for you to go out and check that episode. A whole bunch of other stuff, too, that I'm not mentioning, but I don't want to give you guys everything. But um, it is a meaty, meaty episode with a lot of um, pack. Um, I know as I was like gone back and re-listening to it, I was like, man, this is like some good stuff. Like every point of that episode, um, just like with all our other interviews, um, have had something that I honestly, truly feel can speak to anybody. Yeah. Especially if you're going through something or maybe you're looking for something to understand. That's something interesting that you could pick up and, you know, read. Everybody goes through certain ebbs and flows in life. Yeah. And when someone writes about those certain ebbs and flow, the understanding, which is what I said that I picked up reading more this year for understanding yeah. rather than completion. I read more for understanding now to understand my thoughts, to understand ideas and then a pl application. You know, I get the ones that are really good for me and I apply them to my life. The ones yeah. that make a lot of sense for me. And, you know, that was a really fun episode. But uh, this year, Franchise, we made a commitment to you guys as far as getting more people on. Did a whole redesign of the podcast. And we're now talking about getting more people on and we're going to make that happen for you guys yeah. with the same concepts in mind. Abel was also another guest that we had on that that was a lot of fun too. Abel, of course, one of our friends, you know, partner for a, a multimedia yeah. company that uh, specializes in digital marketing for um, for uh, not only social media, but platforms of getting a product to the consumer. Yeah. Just any business that's looking for results, he works in, for a company that can get you those results. No questions asked, no problems at all. He's and your guy. We dissected his just his work ethic, really. If yeah. we want to like put like I guess a bow on that episode, it was work ethic. Uh, how do you remain consistent in the work yeah. ethic? How do you disconnect from work? Yeah. And then, of course, you accountability know, as well. Accountability. Really, really big. It was really, really big on accountability. So that was a great theme throughout the episode as well. And then we picked his brain about how he goes through the hiring process, you know, for possible candidates. If you're looking for a job, if you're looking for an interview, if you're looking to get better at certain things, even in that episode, he gives you some things that people look for as yeah. they're hiring people. Yeah. So that was a special episode for us as too. And then, of course, you know, something we're, pretty huge on this year and I, yeah. I guess moving forward is something that we talk about a lot is we talked about money tree segments and then we decided to bring on you know one of our friends that is been an investor and has been investing for and has know, been making some money now for some time and everything substantial amount of money since he was like 16 no yeah yeah he's been you know definitely always just chasing the paper um building on yeah. great values to like build wealth and have like more than just a check um more than just living like a check to check lifestyle you know and that that was with you know our friend eddie that was a great episode as well because I, at least for me um you know right now the value like those values i just spoke of like learning how to build wealth you know learning how to you know just really be able to make a substantial you know living for yourself and, and for your family as well is something that i'm really really passionate about you know these days and he, he talks about a lot of great stuff a lot of great vessels that i um agree with you know like building wealth through like the stock market yeah. and just really through assets um which is you know property. so 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 important yeah property real estate things of that nature own something own, own something. a piece of something yeah just own a piece of something um you know just just get after it you know in, in that way and we're just happy that you know 
we had you guys, you know, available to tune into these episodes. You know, we definitely hope you took something away from it. You know, we definitely um, brought all these guests in with, you know, the purpose to like inspire, you know, inform, you know, and just really give perspective that, you know, there's it's possible. It's possible. And there's others doing it their own way. Yeah. I, I'd say for sure, you know, something um, it, that resonated specifically with that episode was the whole Shaq story. Like, who would have thought Shaq got his first million dollar check and what yep. he did was blow it on a bunch of cars and realize yep. like, oh man, I'm 250000 in the hole. And as an athlete, we're talking about something big scale. Not everybody can relate to an athlete, yeah. but think about it small scale. How many times have you gotten paid? You wasted your paycheck already. Yep. You know, so that you was on that brunch, you know, you're not supposed to go to you get that bottomless mimosa, that extra hookah, that extra this, that extra that. When you come and look at it, you spend almost 200 bucks at brunch. And, you know, the yogurt was there. Oh, my God. And it's always there. And what really is the establishing of that episode was financial freedom is almost like the umami. Yeah. Of of what you want in America. It's like that perfect bite. Yes. It's it's. The pursuit of happiness is yeah. almost what I want to call it. You know, financial freedom from having to go somewhere and do a task and live paycheck to paycheck. Um, so that's what we talked about a lot in that episode. And I mean, we bring it up most of the time in Money Trees, you know, giving you some sort of insight in how you could establish financial freedom or a little bit of tips on what we're doing to establish some of ours. So that was a little recap of what we did in the last couple of episodes in the last couple of bringing people in and what we're looking to do in the future. Yeah. We're looking to continue that build on that, you know, just times 10. Um, you know, we don't plan on stopping, of course you not. know, we plan on, on keeping it going, growing and continue to, to be that source where you guys can, you know, find that like companionship. Right. So from the moment you hit play on one of our episodes to the minute it ends, you know, we just want to be like, a home for you in between your ears, right? Like that's, we want to occupy a space in your head where you can kind of just kind of disconnect and feel like, you know, you're in the room here with us, you know, a couple other companions in your life. And, you know, we just want to continue to, to, to be that place where you can come and just honestly just have a good time. I mean, I want you guys to have a good time, but I also want you to learn something from this shit. Of you know, course. I want you guys to apply some yeah. of the things that you hear on this podcast. If they make sense to you, we're always going to bring you things that, we relate to and are applicable to everyday life. It's not going to be something, you know, outrageous. Uh, but that's some just some free, uh, franchise audio, future past, and what we're doing right now. And we always, 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 always appreciate the feedback. There's never a moment, whether it's positive, whether it's negative, whether it's just in the middle. There's never a moment that we don't. Like, yo, um, stop holding the mic. I yeah, so. exactly. Like we, we, you know, we, we love all of that. Like that is how like you don't get anywhere alone. Right. We're not in this alone. We're in this with you guys as well. So we appreciate that. Keep giving us your that feedback. Keep giving us that support. It, it means like it means a lot to us. You know, like we, we we truly appreciate it. And, you know, let's let's keep it rocking. Let's keep it going. Keep it rocking. And speaking about rocking, this year has been pretty rocky. <laughs> 2020 Yeesh. has been ish rocky in a sense of things happening. But a lot has happened. And I feel like people, let, let's just remind some people of some things that happened this year because it's been a long year, it feels like, because yeah. of obvious circumstances. The first one that I want to remind people is that Donald Trump got impeached. That happened. Donald Trump did get impeached. And um, he also got acquitted. Same year. Same year. I mean, he was a wild boy. We can agree on that this past year. 
all these past four years, he has been a wild, wild boy. He's done a lot of things. So, I mean, the impeachment, it didn't surprise me. It didn't shock me. But, guys, that's something that happened this year that you probably just let slip your mind because so many other things have happened this year as well. Just like we got a new president, a new president-elect, Joe Biden. Yeah, can you believe that? On the same coin. On the same year, this motherfucker gets impeached, gets acquitted, and gets booted the fuck out of the office. We have a whole new president on the way now as well. And what I thought. I just want to, like... I'm, I'm going to commit to this idea of no matter what negative, there's always a, some positive in it. Yeah. And I want to say this. No matter what happened the last four years that made you dislike or like Donald Trump. Yeah. Here's the biggest takeaway. He made you care in some way about politics. That is true. We, we definitely have become more of a political nation since Trump has, like, come into office. He has forced that into a lot of people. I know he's definitely forced it out of me. Like, I, I've spent a lot more time, at least this past, like, year, um, I don't want to say glued, yeah, but, but, yeah, that. having my ears um pointed towards like what's happening, you know what I mean? What's happening yeah. with him? It's some, made you interested, yeah, exactly. You know, some of the policies that he's doing is, yeah, it, it's weird. It, he's definitely we we can definitely thank him for that. Yeah, and that could be a good thing, or it could be a bad thing. Yeah, that just depends on how you how you guys see it, and also it depends on how you react to things that maybe you cannot change. Yeah, another thing that happened: Harvey Weinstein finally got his sentence. For the misconduct and rape allegations, and of course, the proven rape um, allegations that that he committed, and that happened also this year. This is a thing that also happened. If you can believe that, dude. This I I know I can't they believe they finally it. got around to it. I almost don't even because I know you looked this up before, like the podcast and everything. I, I almost don't. I almost don't believe you. I almost I'm gonna go and definitely <laughs> make sure. And yeah, I checked the day after this because the fact that. We were able to squeeze all this Harvey Weinstein shenanigans and fiasco into this year. Into this year. You're telling Insane. me Harvey Weinstein went down this year. That's fucked, dude. That's so fucked. Because I have not really even given that too much thought. And it happened. And another thing about this whole Harvey Weinstein thing, this, this was going on for, for a while. This has been going on for some time, and a lot of uh, women came out. And it finally got put to rest this year. So for a lot of people, that was closure. And for a lot of people... Huge closure, man. Huge. And, you know, hopefully Hollywood moves in a different direction now after so many... And Harvey was like the first, the, the real kingpin to, to yeah. fall in all of this. But I hope there's a different direction for Hollywood and definitely misconduct of um, women. and all. I hope other women, if they, if they have been abused, they come out yeah. more and more. Because Hollywood has been... It looks like a... Like a like a laughing stock of like treating women like second class citizens for a while. So I, I I hope moving forward, you know, there's a change and of course more women if they have been abused, yeah, they come out and they 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 press charges on the right people. Yeah, I was definitely gonna say that, dude. I hope if this Harvey Weinstein um situation showed anybody to any woman person that is in a situation of abuse at all, is that um look how quote-unquote, uh, powerful Harvey Weinstein, everything was perceived to be, and this motherfucker went down. You know what I mean? Like, like don't feel like your voice won't be enough to do something about it or spark some change. Like, yeah, like, look look how long it took for them to finally get Harvey, but, you know, justice was finally dealt. Um, So, you know, like, allow this story to be some source of inspiration for you to want to speak out, you know, against your abuser. You know, don't, don't, don't let anybody put you in a fucked up situation like you don't no one deserves that that's that's not 
that's just not fair. It's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Consensual, like, sex is, I think, one of the most important things of understanding moving forward for anybody that, that doesn't know what consensual yeah. sex is. They need to start understanding that for sure. And I, I think the one, one thing that I do want to say is if you are a victim of trauma, yeah, if that is you know something that you've suffered through as far as being um, abused uh, sexually, you're not just that situation. You're more than that. You're a human being. Yeah. So if you're still working through that and you're listening to this podcast, please seek help. Yeah. Seek therapy. There is help for you out there. And you your story is not just that. You're more than that. Um, so that also happened this year. Thankfully, Harvey Weinstein wasn't even sentenced. And then on a lighter note, yo, Tiger King happened this year. This one I definitely haven't um I forgotten. Believe- I think about this motherfucker Joe at least once a day. Ah, once a day is too much. I'm lying. I'm lying. You guys caught me. I don't think about him once a day. I at least think about him once every two days. Ah, eh, there I'm not lying. Joe Exotic, bro, that guy was a fucking character. Not even just a character. This guy was a who. He was out here fucking playing with tigers I can't and then dealing with tigers in the bedroom. You know what I mean? Just just doing all types of crazy. But you had to say that. I had to say it because he was just, he was all over the place, this guy. Like, what, like what was he doing? I don't think his, his ears fit another hoop from what I recall. He, he, Joe Exotic. The name was perfect. And the fact that this came out this year specifically, I remember not watching this for a while. Yeah. Until... My girlfriend of now, not my girlfriend at the time. Yeah. We were just talking at that point. I love how you got it like that. Or had it like that. You don't, you know. I love how you had it like that. You just said, not my girlfriend now, my it. girlfriend of the time. Uh, my boy does some things. He gets a little nasty, no, apparently. No, no, It's the same girl, Nicole. She put me onto it. But Nicole had actually told me, like, to watch it. I gave her some friction. And then I finally got you around to it. just to fuck up Nicole's game like that? What? You didn't just say her name like that and just like, what, 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 what about any other honeys Nicole had, you know? Uh, she's fucked. She's fucked, right? She's okay, fucked. she's screwed. Nicole, um, you're screwed. Nicole, you're screwed if you're listening to this episode. No, I love you, babe. But she Thank had you. put me onto it, and I jumped onto to watching um Tiger King, and I was so hooked instantly. I was yeah? like, yeah, yeah, you know what it is. It, it, it is like cocaine at the beginning. You just you know it's it's crazy. Yeah, and here's what where reality TV I gotta tread careful waters with because they make it really good. Oh, really? Especially Netflix, a whole Netflix production. Fuck, I hate that I'm gonna say this, but I'm doing it. Have you watched The Bachelor? Or the Bachelorette. Oh, all God. right. I'm doing all it. Right. I don't care. I'm, yeah, I'm just do it. No, I'm just do it. Because I'm gonna hold clean. you to it. I'm coming clean. It's good. Really? It's good. It's good television, man. They make it addicting. They make it. They make it so good. You see the games behind the scenes yeah. that these men are playing on each other to woo this girl. Yeah. And it's just you get these like characters, man. It's they have like a villain in the show. Uh-huh. It's fucking cinema. And I was super skeptical. And listen, I'm a skeptical ass motherfucker. But I do have guilty pleasures when it comes to reality TV. You know, I've seen some Jersey Shore in my day. I'm not too uptight about this shit, okay? I, I read and I do this shit, but I also have a range, all right? I could give you some Jersey Shore and I could definitely give you some Bachelorette if it's under the right premise. And fuck, man. I started The Bachelorette a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I caught it towards the end. And I was like, oh, fuck. I'm not, this is not really my thing. Look, I'll watch it. Like, if you guys want to have It's yeah. fucking good, Jay. Yeah. It's how, fucking good. Man. How does it feel to be less of a man? Look, Tiger King was much watched TV. Okay. I'd say The Bachelor. I'd give it a chance. If you don't like it after two episodes, don't watch it. Listen. That's what I'm going to say. What do you want me to t- You want me to lie to the people? I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm not going to take back, first off, that less of a man comment. Right? But what I will tell you, though, what I will tell you is that I myself have dabbled 
in the past in reality TV a lot. But the reason I'm so much so give me something because I just gave you gold here. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I watched you know the all the regular shit like you know the Jersey Shore is really consumed. And fellas, that. is it is it gay to have fun? No, it's not. It's not. It's not. Um, but. I've watched, you know, the Jersey Shores. I've consumed that, you know, getting on Facebook, talking about it, you know, like, you know, like a giddy little girl. I've watched a lot of like, like Flavor Flav when I was younger. Oh, you see. And that was very dirty of me. You, you know see, what I mean? I now like you're talking about it. I was definitely on that like reality TV wave. Like, I feel like years before, like people in our demographic were just given like just some of the people I was hanging out with at the time. That's just something that they watched. But I just know too well, like how those shows, like what goes into producing those shows. Yeah. And. The only reality aspect of those shows really is the fact that we're dealing with like actual human beings. But a lot of the show is a show that's produced. Yeah. Like, and what do I mean by that? What I mean is that there are people right behind the scenes with only the best interests of the show in terms of ratings and things of that nature that are creating these storylines and putting these main characters in fucked up positions solely solely for our entertainment and the reason that bothers me per se is because i need to feel like this shit is real i just like if, if it doesn't feel like it's real then it starts to bother me and the fact since i know we're talking works, about reality tv and not porn right yeah which is yeah and that's like also another main reason why i stopped watching porn too because <laughs> bro you go on these sites now and like it's just like no one's buying this shit and these titles are getting way too like stepmom with son. Like it's just getting, it's just, it's just a lot of, it's just a lot of shit that's been going on for too long, and it's just, it's gotten weird. But I don't even know how we got to this whole porn thing, but whatever. It, we're here hey, now. reality TV, reality TV, pornography. It's all the same shit. Tiger King. It's it a bunch of people back. getting fucked. You know, hold on. Since we're on this topic, I know we're doing a little recap of 2020. Yeah. I want to recap something for you guys. If you are still watching porn, don't watch porn. Like leave it cold turkey. Yeah. And study the results. Moving forward, we got some notable deaths this year. Very notable deaths. Uh, the, I guess the, the ones that I really want to like talk about, because those are the ones I remember where I was. I remember what happened. I remember when I got the news. Nate Robinson? His career died a long time ago. But Kobe wow. Bryant. Yeah. I mean, that was wow. shocking. Shocking doesn't even start to describe and that happened this year. with that Kobe news. Yeah, that did happen this year. If you can believe that. Kobe found a way to sneak himself in this year in 2020 as well. And I hate that. I hate that he found a way to do that. Um, especially in the way that, you know, he went down, you know, with his yeah. sweet, 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 uh, yeah. you know, baby girl there with him. I think about just having, I think about just a scenario of this man having to like potentially look at his daughter in the eyes as this shit's going down. Like, what does he yeah, even tell her? Tough, what the fuck is he even thinking? You know what I mean? So Kobe, um, I know I can at least speak for myself. I want to say he did the right thing in that moment. What do you mean? He probably, he probably, whatever he had to do as a father, he probably, he probably did. Knowing Kobe, like he was the type of guy that would finish a game, finish practice and still go home and play with his kids. Yeah, but even with that, like, it's just fucked and dark to, to yeah, know that there's really nothing he could have done. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, anything that he could have, quote-unquote, done good would have led with them, I guess, still being alive in some way. And unfortunately, yeah. that's just not an outcome that that we, were, we yeah, yeah, that we, that, you know, we were dealt with. But um, I know I definitely speak for myself when I say, Kobe, man, like, rest in peace. Thank you for everything. Um, and, you know... To this day, you're still inspiring a, a lot of the youth and a lot of the kids, you know, for your story, with your legacy. 
other people carrying it on for you. So thank you for that. Uh, another death. This one, this one was crazy because this one, we had no idea that this person was even going through radiation. Yeah. That was uh, Chadwick Bosman. Um, Black Panther died. And I remember we were actually going to do an episode on the podcast. Yeah. And we, I, I stopped because we were going over the material and I was like, guys, you know, Chadwick just died. Yep. And Unfortunately. It, it was some of the saddest news, I think, um, that I received as far as like, because I don't look up to celebrities, but yeah. there's a couple of like actors that you see them do a role and you see him do a role so well. And he had done multiple roles so well. And he really embraced that character and that role that it was just like, fuck. It hurt. It's done. It's done bad. It's done really bad. Especially when you see the the public outpour and everything yeah. that happened after. And so many good and beautiful things to say about this one guy. It's just so outstanding. And especially since you hear like a lot of the stories within like his last year of life all the charitable and good things that he did. And to find out that during that time he was fighting the one entire of the time. worst things you can be a human being can be battling on this planet. And that's yeah. cancer. You the know what I mean? So time. Chad, thank you, man. You, you talk about being, I mean, I never met him or anything, but just from others, right. Talk about being a stand up guy for real. And finally, more recently, Alex Rebecca, the, owner, uh, the host of Jeopardy. Yep. This one was for me, Um, you know, I didn't. I, I've seen Jeopardy a couple times. I've watched actually Jeopardy more after Alex because I've been so interested in who he is and what he's done for for the yeah. show. But you know, he actually got uh, his his uh, degree in philosophy. Yeah. So he was actually someone that studied philosophy, and his death also all of a sudden super recent. You know, yeah. this happened in November, but also something that happened this year that is just like wow. A lot of notable people, and of course, these are just some names out of the names that have died this year. Um, but it's just shit. We've lost some people this year that have been like cultural phenomenons for a while. Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, culture phenomenons, a part of the culture, um, definitely have like kind of rocked and touched the people in some way. And kind of like how we said, these are just some of the notable deaths that happened. You know, if whoever we couldn't get to or didn't name doesn't make their passing away any less impactful. We just wanted to, you know, um, just bring some perspective around to you in terms of like, you know, all we've also shit. talked about them. On yeah. The, you know, we, we talked about the podcast and, you know, just bring some perspective around like, man, so much, so much shit is happening. You know, it, it may feel like the end of the world a lot of the times, but we're still here. We're still rocking. And I think the, the, the best way to honor the dead is by living. Yep. The best way that any better. The best way to honor those who have passed is by taking ownership yep. over the life that you have. I think that's the most beautiful way to honor anyone that's passed. And whether that's close or far, like these celebrities, it's probably the best way to cope. Yeah. You gotta suffer, you gotta mourn, and then you gotta live. And also, speaking of like living, yeah. A lot of living has happened this year as far as like sprouting up for protests and other things yep. um, as far as for um, racial inequality in the United States. A lot know, of activism. A lot of activism has been lit up. And I, I think that's also very important to note this year that a lot of people who were not subjected to because we haven't had major protests like this in a long time. Yeah. Went out to the streets and protested for what they believed in. Whether you agree or disagree, it is still one of the most American things to be able to say, I have freedom of speech yep. 
and I will go and exercise my freedom of speech. Yes, And I think that is something wonderful. And that is what separates us from a lot of different countries. And overall, that's what literally this country was founded on, which is protest. No, for sure. I I mean, I hate myself. um, The subjects that brought the like that started these protests and sprouted these protests, right? Like racial injustice and things of that nature, right? I don't know if this is something we're going to be dealing with for the rest of our lives, but I just do love the fact that this year, more than what feels like other years in the in the past, has given people that spark of wanting to have their voice heard and known. Yeah, definitely. That we just not, we're not going to stand for the bullshit. And there's no reason why we should have to stand for the bullshit. Yeah, I think um, this year has been that year that was kind of reminded like, oh, yeah, people will still go out and fight for what they believe in, which is great. Um, Another thing that happened this year, unfortunately, was a lot of wildfires, man. Australia and California suffered from the some of the worst wildfires that they've experienced in hundreds of years. of Historic shit. Historic. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acres of land have been burned down to the ground. Think about that for a second. Acres of land. Do any of you motherfuckers know how land gets here? How grass just <laughs> yeah. grows, the dirt under it, everything that goes into these beautiful forests and everything that we have around the world, and the fact that just what's been perceived a lot as just um, na- natural causes and things of that nature have just caused it to be burned down. It's and not just empty land, but we're talking about land also that are have like have like human life on it people that yeah. are living in these in, in these homes and these different ranches and shit so like many that in california down so many houses burned down and the fucked up part is that a lot of these houses it was like um like kind of like generational homes as well it's been like homes that have been in like um families for yeah. years and things of this nature and it's just anytime someone loses their home to anything it's fucked up when it's just taken from you in such a manner where it's really like your home is burned down to the ground it just it just doesn't it doesn't feel right. It doesn't sit right with me. Which is why get insurance for your houses. <laughs> Definitely get some fucking fire insurance. Get some insurance for your houses. And then secondly, especially if you're going to be playing that new Drake album coming out in the beginning of the year. Save yourself. There's there was a lot of cases that people died in those homes because, you know, they wanted to try and protect their property and not get I out. Get that. It's material. I get it. You're attached to it. It's yeah. important. Yo, you can never get your life back. Exactly. Yeah. And it, that is so important. You know, if you Health live another day, yeah, if you live another day, you have a shot. There you go. And yeah, speaking of another shot uh, that a lot of people won't get again, the Beirut explosion was also something that completely happened this year. crazy that happened in a factory that just mismanaged fireworks and yeah. they blew up in one of the biggest explosions I've seen with my own eyes. Yeah. And I, I think. Man, it's it just an, a super unfortunate circumstance. But that also happened this year. This year has been an insane year for a lot of things happening. But also in that degree, in that regard, I think that we look back on this year and there's a lot of positive things in your individual lives. Yeah. There's a lot of positive things that, that happen, even from some of the negative things that we've mentioned. You know, protests could be seen as something bad, but there also could be something good that rise from them. And a lot of good is coming from, you know, continuing to use our voice. Um, I think specifically where I want to where I want to go with, you know, this like last segment of the podcast, which is like really resolution and talking about money trees is guys. This year, there's been a lot of things that's happened. 
But overall, there's always some light in the dark. There always is. Always, 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 always. Don't ever forget that. There's, if you want it to be, at yeah. least. Because if you want to not see it and not be active in search of it and things of that nature, you won't ever find that light. Some of you might get fucking lucky and stumble upon it. But I promise you, for the vast majority, that will not be the case. But that's it. That's all that happened in 2020. Nothing else. Yeah, nothing else. Nothing I can really kind of think of like that. Nothing uh, I could put a mask on. For yeah, exactly. Yeah, nothing that I can just, you know. I could, It's almost on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, it's almost on the tip of my tongue and everything. But not, nothing else that I can really think of. Nothing too, you know, that at least not that I would want to shed too much light on. Too much importance like that. Yeah, nothing I would. I mean, go. we already mentioned Kobe. That's that's pretty fucking. Tragic. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that happened um, this year. You know, I I mean, nothing to go Weinstein to. is going behind bars. You know, yeah. that's good news. And I mean, nothing that I would go out to the streets and you know ask people a, a bunch of questions about. I don't think yeah. anyone else knows anything that happened this year. Yeah, I can't really think of anything else too crazy. All right, cool. So that was twenty twenty. Yeah, in a nutshell. And moving forward, one of the things we really want to bring to you guys' attention is: Have you guys heard of Bitcoin? And I hope you have. Because if not, it is going to be most likely in the next couple. I don't know. I don't want to give a timetable, but I do want yeah. to predict that in the very near to far future, it will be the currency of the world. Damn, you believe that, huh? Why not? If they haven't, if they don't know what Bitcoin is, can you do a little bit of explaining on what Bitcoin is? What is this cryptocurrency thing? Yeah, so Bitcoin, um, Bitcoin was basically like the first of its kind in terms of like cryptocurrency. I'm not going to try to say the name of the motherfucker that invented Bitcoin because I would absolutely butcher it. I don't even know how to fucking pronounce it. I tried asking. Does the guy even exist? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, is, is he still alive? Are you asking me? No, I mean, is so, he multiple people? Is it a guy? So that, that there is a uh, kind of conspiracy around that, whether if it was just the one gentleman that made it or if um, it was like a, a, a group of people, group of people, you know, just like one big brain. Like a stuff. network. Yeah. You know what I mean? Behind this thing. But. Basically, it was they made or he made this um, this thing called Bitcoin to be a dig a new digital cash system that was essentially for the people decentralized, right? Which essentially means that no one owns this shit. Yeah. No government, no person, no group, no nothing, right? No one owns this shit. It's just for the people and the way he went about doing this, right? Basically developed this like software, right, of Bitcoin, made it so only one so only 21 million Bitcoin can be available to the world, right? Yep. And the way um he went about, you know, just developing this and making sure this is as fair and as, you know, as clean as, as free possible market as it gets, yeah. Is the ledger, which is basically like the accounting book that Bitcoin lives on is completely open source and free and open to the public. So what that basically means is that everything is tracked. Everything is tracked. Everything is transparent. Everything can be seen and it's made open source. So like the smartest people essentially of the world can go about, 
working on this, right? And it let me is, let uh, me take it back real quick. I don't mean everything is tracked as far as transactions. Well, it is. But as far as the actual coin itself, yeah. it doesn't leave the system. There's only 21 exactly. million available. Yeah, exactly. And essentially... It just goes from one wallet to the next. And all transactions itself are tracked as well. That's like the whole thing behind the blockchain, right? Yeah. Essentially, the way it works with... And I don't want to get too fucking technical on you guys because if anyone really, really like wants to even go more in the nitty gritty, you can just message us and I love to talk about it or you can you know, just do, do some research yourself. But essentially, the way it works is that everyone that owns like a Bitcoin or a part of a Bitcoin or anything, what they have is just an encrypted address, right? Yeah. And every time you either sell a Bitcoin, buy a Bitcoin or whatever, um, those encrypted addresses that are going back and forth making these transactions are saved on the blockchain, which is essentially what compromises, you know, I mean, what, what makes up, you know, this Bitcoin system. Yeah. Completely digital, 100% digital, 100% to be perceived as like a new cash system. And man, it's been in the talks for years upon years upon years. People that I perceive a lot smarter than me have talked about how this is a... The future. The future, a beautiful opportunity but people also a lot smarter than me have also gone on to talk about how much of a crock of shit bitcoin is and how like really in an essence it really is nothing right because at the end of the day a bitcoin will only be worth the amount that people are willing to pay for it which right now it's about twenty seven thousand per coin a lot of fucking right um or just three years ago it's about like three thousand per coin but essentially cash and money is the same thing the only difference between the two is that the money that we deal with in this world, the currency is given from the top down, which basically means like government, things of that nature, you know, acquire you to get this money. Bitcoin isn't. It's just a system, a software that has been developed and you need very sophisticated computers that do very sophisticated math to be able to obtain these things. Yeah. There's no middleman. It's substantially what you're saying. Yeah. So no middleman at all. I send you money. You receive money. It is not limited to where you live it doesn't matter where you live this coin has a value you send the coin it has that value and it continues that value um i think the most important thing is you could also make transactions without thinking like someone's watching your every move like a bank or anything like that yeah it's anonymous it's it's an anonymous are traced but they're anonymous no one knows who is at the end of these because the wallets are encrypted which is the cool thing about cryptocurrency but it's also the thing that it's kind of like, oh, shit, that you could kind of get into like, well, what do people want to buy with these coins and stuff like that? Like it's been seen in a lot of Silk Road and which I'm glad you markets. mentioned that um, because Bitcoin is 100 percent legal. Yep. 100 percent. Nothing illegal about it. Now, what you decide to, to do, do with yeah. this Bitcoin, right, given that it is an anonymous system and everything that's on you. Right. That is entirely up to you. Like how you had mentioned Silk Road, which was um, uh, it was essentially like a huge marketplace on the dark web, you know, back in the day that, you know, like the number one taking currency was Bitcoin. Even with all of that, you know, it has been under like government scrutiny and things of that nature. But it, there's it's not illegal. You can still have there, it. Exactly. There's no signs or anything that shows that this is going to be taken away yeah. or anything fucked up is going to happen to it. This is here to grow. But. Now, if you decide to do shady and stupid shit with the Bitcoin that you acquire, You're then probably gonna get popped. Exactly. Then just know there's causes and effects to it. Um, and if you can't afford a Bitcoin, which could be like a lot of our audience, yeah. but you don't need to buy a Bitcoin. You can also buy 
point percentage is a big exactly point. partial amounts and things of that yeah. nature. But if you can't or don't want to buy a Bitcoin and still want some means of saving some money this year, yeah, we actually like found like an interesting concept through one of our friends. Um, and big it's years Mario, Mario, big <laughs> years Mario, fucking humongous ears, and it's called has. the saving envelope. Can we talk about his ears for a second? You why, are they, why are they so damn big? And why is he so damn ugly? Dude, no, the thing with Mario is is that um, his name is Mario, and he's the one that has to wake up in the mirror and look at himself every day. Every day, every day he has to do that. That is crazy to me. So, Mario, you, Logan. shouts out to you, man. Thanks for, for giving us this little tip, which is a saving envelope. If you yes. guys haven't heard of this before, it's not a new idea, but it's a, a concept that for sure will definitely give you gratification towards the end of it, Yeah, which is um, a saving envelope. So what you start is the first week of the year, you save a dollar. Yeah. The second week of the year, you save $2. Yeah. Third week, $3. Fourth week, $4. Fifth week, $5. And so on, so forth until you get to the 52nd week of the year and you put in $52. By the end of the year, if you did everything correctly, you should have around 1000 I, I I didn't do the exact math, but it ballpark is a thousand four hundred, a thousand five hundred dollars. Yeah, that you saved by just putting away money in an envelope. Yeah, every week per the week that is pertaining to that, um, to the uh, the number of the week that is pertaining. So that's something that it's not hard. Not you could all. get a dollar from your paycheck right now and put it into that envelope, and shit, you could get fifty two dollars at the end of the year from your paycheck in that week and put it towards that envelope. Yeah. So it's something that if you guys are having trouble saving money or you're like fuck every time i put my money in my savings i keep transferring it out i keep doing all these things put it away in an envelope don't even look at it start adding money there week by week and at the end of the year you're gonna see a massive amount of substantial money that i mean it might not be massive but you could at least take a nice vacation with it listen sixteen hundred dollars is sixteen hundred fucking dollars yep that you didn't have before and that you probably wouldn't save anyway and you would have spent it on fucking stuff there's some things that you can't do with it. I feel like there's a lot of things that you can't do with it. I don't know anyone in this world that $1,600 wouldn't help. Um, I love the saving envelope. I love the idea of it. Um, one, because it's just a cool way for you to be able to put away some of the money that, you know, you work for day in and day out. Yep. To, you know, putting it aside to either use it on yourself leisurely or use it on yourself, how, really however the fuck you want. You know what I mean? And saving your money is so damn important that, like, I would love for everyone to employ this. Like, if you're listening to this episode and the saving envelope, like, speaks to you in any way, reach out to us and let us know. Like, we would love to go, at least I know I would. I would love to go ahead and start, like, that savings envelope with you. You know, like, I'm someone that's going to be doing a savings envelope, Um, you know, for the year coming up, I'm going to be doing it in a couple different ways. I'm going to do just the traditional like Mario likes. And then I'm also going to do a saving envelope like around Bitcoin where I'm going to do like, the yeah. same model we talked about. But just putting that same amount of money, buying that amount of Bitcoin every week. But, you know, like reach out to us. Let us know if you're doing the saving envelope. That way we can fucking do it together. And, you know, we can. I'll make as many saving year. envelopes as people hit me up. Yeah, like straight I'm up. Like, yeah, that. I'll literally make as many saving envelopes as like people hit us up. Like I, I want this to be something that everyone fucking partakes in. I want everyone to have that extra ching at the end of the year that they can just be happy about. Yo, be like, Christmas presents, traveling, whatever the fuck you want. You just gotta be consistent. That's yeah, you it. just gotta be consistent. There's a th- there's a million ways to go out and save your money. This is just 
another way for you this to go ahead and do it. This is just a fun way to do it. Yeah. yeah, and for you to enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's quirky. You know what I mean? Like, oh, what week are we in the year? We're in week 34. Then that's boom. $34 you're putting into the fucking envelope. And I think that's a, a good way to save money if you didn't know. And the number one thing that I love about it too, that's so important, is just you're just compounding that money over and over and over again. And compound, as we spoke about before in this podcast, and we will continue to speak about, it's deadly. It's one of the eight wonders in the world. It's one of the best things that you can do for yourself as a person, whether that be compounding money, compounding in the gym, compounding love relationships, relationships yeah. fucking just compound everywhere that you can. Compounding uh, interest is the thing that is getting basically paid back for everything you invested in, yeah. whether that's your time, money, or energy. And speaking about time, money, and energy and compound interest, uh, let's close Franchise Audio's last podcast of the year with resolutions. Yep. And the most important thing is why resolutions for me, I feel like sometimes people um, make them and then kind of fall through with them. Yeah. Here's, here's what I think is the biggest uh, scope. This is why I failed in the past at New Year's resolutions. I've always taken something really big. Yeah. And that, for example, reading 50 books in a year instead of saying, hey, I want to try reading this amount of pages in a day. Yeah. You know, taking big tasks that you want to do and then making them bite size so you're able to work towards something is something that in your resolution you should strive for. Like, don't go and say, I'm going to start the gym seven days of the week if that's yeah. not realistic, if you haven't worked out all year. Start with, hey, I want to incorporate physical activity into my life routinely for this amount of time every day. Yeah. And then work towards that. And through that, you'll have compound interest at the end of the year. The biggest thing why I feel like people give up on their resolutions is because of instant gratification. For sure. They don't see immediate results or they don't see um, results that are notable yet. Yeah. And they maybe waste or not waste, but maybe they spend a month or two months doing it. And then the momentum dies down. Guys, it's not supposed to be really fun all the time. Like life is not meant to be this really stimulating experience consistently yeah it's meant to kind of just be what life is and some For days sure. are boring some days are sad some days are fun some days are happy it's about making the most of what you have in the present and presently yeah. if you're putting yourself in the mindset of hey this year i want it to be different and you actually want it to be different yeah write down the things you want to do talk about why you want to do them get the answer the why to why you want to do those things and look back every day. Look back at what you wrote. At the end of the day, reflect on that. And that will help you build consistency around what you do. It doesn't take huge changes in your habits out of nowhere to actually develop them. Yeah. Small changes will develop more effective habits over time as long as you keep them consistent. More talking on compounding. And that's the truth. Compound interest is one of those tools that Obviously, investors have been aware of for a long time, but you could take compound interest in everything you do in life. Yep. It just is something that you're investing in. Compound interest is no different than investing, and investing doesn't have to be necessarily money. Exactly. Investing is time. Investing is energy. Investing is sometimes going through the hard work of not liking what you're doing, but Straight doing up. it anyway. Straight up. Straight and you up. will see the benefits at the end. My take on resolutions is the only way to stay consistent is to stay persevering, to stay resilient, yep. understand that changes do not come overnight, but 
if you want it bad enough, if you have a good enough why, changes will come. And be curious. Be curious as to how you're doing those changes and make them fun for yourself in a way that's like, okay, look, today I worked out 30 minutes and I've never done that before. That's a celebration. Yeah. And how do you take those wins and move forward? So those are my tips for resolutions for next year yeah. and how you can establish them more effectively. Yeah. Man, for me, it's a couple things. Like, to start off, I just want to say, at least for me, New Year's resolutions, that shit is dead. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to give you a little bit of why it is that I'm saying that. So, like, to start off, Bailey, you know, our fucking good friend Bailey, great mm-hmm. guy. Like, he had tweeted, like, back in November, something, like, that spoke, spoke out to me so much. And it was just basically, like, he was counting down the days left in the year but not in serp in like search of like um hope of like oh once this year turns over like life is going to be different in terms of man i have 34 days or some shit like that left in this year like what am i gonna do to like close yeah. this out strong what am i gonna keep doing how am i gonna keep what, what am i gonna do to keep the momentum going into the new year right and so kind of like what i mean by like New Year's resolutions for me are dead is because I want my New Year's resolutions or like just like my my resolutions in this life just day in and day out to be things that I actually align with, right? Like I was reading this book called um, The Knight in Rusty Armor, right? And it basically um, speaks on, you know, our ambitions as human beings, right? And how we have two different types of ambitions and it's up to us to like, realize them and work through them we have the ambitions from our minds right which a lot of the time will be things like um like how we because per- we you know we perceive a lot of the external world through our brain right so through that we'll see things of like maybe a friend like you know like you, you, you'll build like uh, like you see like others doing things that you feel like you should be doing you know you you tell yourself you want to build things like a lot of wealth for like yeah the comparison of the it. comparison you look for like those material things right that's like the ambitions that comes from like your mind and then you have the ambitions that come from your heart which is like you know i want to be loved for i want to love you know i want to be compassionate i want to be good you know things of that nature right so i'm just gonna continue to realign myself with those things the ambitions from my heart and now allowing the ambitions from my mind overtake a lot of my day you know maybe five percent of my day if that like I just want to continue to work on those like ambitions from my heart as much as I can, like just compassion, gratitude, love, things of that nature. Because I feel like if, at least for me, working through that funnel is going to allow you to do everything else, right? And if, like, if I'm working from these ambitions from my heart, right, it's going to be easier for me to start with that why and see these things through for me, you know, day in and day out that way when it's like we're in fucking june halfway through 2021 you know it's it's easy for me to continue to build on these things because it's it's coming it's it's coming from me you know it's coming from like a genuine place like within me so i feel like the reason that a lot of like resolutions may fail or you know they don't continue to build on that momentum is because a lot of the times we build these resolutions from the ambitions from our mind you know um, like setting these goals and these things for ourselves that we think we should be doing, like, you know, starting a family or having a lot of money or, you know, um, 
finding a girlfriend if you've been single for some time or you know what whatever like whatever the fuck they may be right um i feel like it's um working a lot less through those ambitions and just really finding those ambitions from your own heart and what that's gonna look like for you that way this isn't just a new year's resolution this is a a new day resolution yeah so leave with your values and everything else follows i think for the most part you guys know what we're about at franchise audio Thank you so much for fucking with us. This New Year's resolution for us is going to be simple. We want a lot of people to listen in because I feel like we have a lot to share. And if you apply some of this shit and let go of the other silly shit, you may change your life. This has been Eddie. Thanks again for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Guys, this is the last episode of the year. Like always. We just want to extend that gratitude to you guys for checking in, rocking out with us. Have a safe, amazing end of the year. Hug someone you love, you know, when that clock strikes 12 to welcome in that new year, to welcome in on the right vibes, on the right note. And until next time, see ya. Franchise out.